Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the ACC Now podcast. I'm Steve Wiseman, the Duke beat writer for the News and Observer. Uh, pleased to be joined today by uh, Troy Austin. Troy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Steve. Yeah, Troy is the uh, is now the Deputy AD at the Athletic Director for Development uh, at Duke. Um, uh, so he was his name to that position, what, about two, three weeks ago, maybe? Two or? weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, are, are you getting used In, to the to the title and to the new role? Entering my third week, my position coach used to have her saying, you know, he's trying to figure out if the ball stuffed or puffed. I'm still in that stage. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out uh, what's what. But excited that it's a game week. Uh, I know that well. And uh, excited to invite people back to Wallace Wade. Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, Troy played football at Duke from 97 to 2000. Yes. Right? Defensive lineman. Yep. Uh, team captain your senior year? Or yes. The, or uh, both of Senior. Okay. Very good. So, you know, first, congratulations on the new job. And just you know, how do you feel about taking this job at this time, uh, replacing Tom Kaufman, who uh, did such a tremendous job in that role. He's well-received well among the community. And uh, uh, he was so successful for the last, what, couple of decades here. So just what are your feelings about all that? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And uh, as you noted, for, for Duke Athletics, Tom's a living legend. And in and, and my other capacity as a pure fan, I'm excited of the, of the energy he built around Wallace Wade and the fundraising he did to help uh, erect such, such a beautiful uh, facility or add on to such a beautiful facility. So. Uh, I know the great work he's done. Um, he's still local, so I'll be leaning on him uh, to continue and work with the great team he established. So nothing but excited for the opportunity. Yeah, clearly there's a there's a strong foundation here that you have to just you have to build on, but yeah. you also want to put your own stamp on it and everything. Definitely, so definitely. what what are your thoughts about as you come into this job? What you know what uh, what aspirations do you have for it? Uh, what feelings do you have about the about the position when you pursue it? Yeah, I just, again, build on what's been done. I mean, continue to raise a lot of money for student-athletes. Um, reason why I was passionate about entering college athletics was an opportunity to pay it forward. And and one of the reasons that development attracted me a long time ago, that's where I first started my career, was because someone endowed my scholarship as a student-athlete. So I, I said how cool it was to meet that individual, and I want to help facilitate those connections for future donors and student-athletes. And then, uh, you know, this is such a, some people say a wild time in college athletics. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, you know, is there a different feeling about taking this job at this time and the importance of, of what's going on with, with NIL? I know that obviously the schools don't pay the, the athletes, but there's, you know, boosters are involved with that and everything and, and you're, you're a fundraiser. So uh, just, you know, your thoughts about, about navigating that part of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I think college athletics uh, is, is definitely at a point of, of heavy self-reflection and how they move forward, given the, the, the ever-changing landscape. Uh, but the reality is um, my role as a fundraiser and development officer probably still won't change much mechanically uh, in, in terms of, again, pairing constituents with opportunities to help Duke athletics. And... I know name, image, and likeness does that in a different capacity, uh, but uh, through philanthropic means, Duke Athletics um, and, and Duke, the Iron Dukes will still be working in that behalf. So I don't know that that job changes much. Right. Um, and for those, again, that don't know, uh, uh, Troy was the athletic director at Longwood University up yeah. in 
Farmville, Virginia for 10 years uh, before, right? Is that right? Uh, 13 years. 13. 13. Okay, make sure I get that right. Okay. Before coming back here to Duke in 2018. Yes. uh, You oversaw the program's move up to uh, Division Division I. One. Yeah. And they're they're a school that doesn't doesn't sponsor football, right? So, um, uh, you know, just uh, when you took that job, did you know that's the – they had that intention to, to go to Division One. What did you learn from that experience as you went through went through that? Yeah, the importance of relationships um, with, uh, you know, specifically as it relates to this job, the importance of relationships with, with your constituents uh, who can help you either through their time or resources or both. And uh, I, I think that doesn't change whether it's a smaller non-football Division One or, or uh, an Autonomy Five, Power Five institution like Duke. Uh, the reality is quality and depth relationships uh, help move the needle for an athletic department. Yeah. Um, when you decided to come back to uh, to Duke in 2018, what went into that decision as opposed to, you know, pursuing another athletic director job uh, at, at another school and staying, staying in that role? Coming through the system? Yeah, I came home, you know, yeah, first yeah. and foremost, uh, <laughs> opportunity to come home. I love Duke. Uh, I love Durham. Over all those years, as you know, that we didn't have football, so it actually I took advantage of that during the fall because I was only two hours away and could sneak down for a game and be back the same day. So you know, I could I could watch a soccer game in Farmville, come down to a night football game, and and be back for a, a Sunday game in in, in Farmville. So um, I've never really left contact uh, with Duke and its people. There's still a lot of great people from my time here, from when I played and when I was a student athlete. So the opportunity to come home was first and foremost uh, to work with two great industry leaders and, and Dr. White, uh, Nina. Um, um, it was, there were a lot of just, there's pluses in all avenues in which, and in, in when I looked at the opportunity um, during, during being a part of that, uh, having, having a young family now that I can raise in a great city. And you, um, I mean, you, your career was a time when, when Duke didn't have the facilities like they do now for football. Obviously, the results on the field weren't what you wanted them to be. Yep. Uh, when you came back here, uh, we we're in the midst of Duke going to six bowl games in seven years. Cliff's tenure was going was going really well. Yep. Um, you know, what did you think about about what what Duke football became? And now, obviously, with Mike Elko, you guys want to get it back there again. Yeah, Coach Elko's talked about that from day one. Um, we, we, we had it going at a high level and I, I know he sees it as job to get it back to where, where it was. So, uh, I'm excited to work with him in that regard. And, um, you know, again, I, I, I took part of that. I experienced all that success, uh, more as an alum and, and, uh, would love to be part of the team and, and building it internally. Um, one thing that, that Nina King has talked about, uh, you know, with the new staff coming in. More uh, resources devoted to football. I mean, obviously, the salaries are a little more. Um, there's some things they want to do with with facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll play a big role in that. With yeah, yeah. You know, we need money to do that. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? On, on where Duke football could go from here, and, and the role you'll play in that? Yeah, I mean, my, my role in that uh, again will will be helping to create resources to to build on the concept and the vision of Nina. And, and Coach Elko, I mean, I, I, um, I'm, I'm in full facilitation mode. That's how I, I, I see myself. That's how 
the Iron Dukes, I think, function as a team. I mean, we're just trying to facilitate the vision of all these great coaches. Um, um, and, and for the student athletes, we, we want to provide resources to, to kind of fulfill the, 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 the mission of Duke athletics, and, and not just their own field competition, but in life beyond Duke. So I'm, I'm part of a team that's going to be focused on that. Right. You get the feeling that the appetite is there among the, the donor community and the, people, the boosters, the people that support Duke, that, that football needs to be uh, at a higher place and, and, and you know, back to doing better things. Yeah, I think everybody back. understands that uh, we need to be back to where we were in those, in those mid-2000s or t- uh, 20, 2010, that yeah. 2010 era. Um, 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 I think, again, in my role, I'll, I'll be educating donors on how that will work, what we'll need it. As you talked about, it's a different it's a different day. Uh, there are different resources that athletic departments lean on, whether it be sports technology, whether it be behavioral health, um, um, whether it be nutrition. Uh, you know, I thought we ate a lot then, and they're, eating, they're still eating a lot now. Uh, so, so that you know, that tab comes calling. So they're they're. A lot of different resources that can support the student athletes and uh, the Iron Duke team will help provide that. And I think that's that's an important point I wanted to raise with you too. Is people when they hear resources and facilities think, you know, more improvements to the stadium, yeah. which which Duke's done a lot, you know, yeah. in the last ten years here, or infrastructure, uh, you know, locker room rebuild. I think, but yeah. there's more than that. There's yeah, you know, like the catapult system. Yeah, right yeah. Now, right? I was just gonna bring that up when. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had some former football players come in, and the coach just gave them a presentation and some of the staff of, of some of the, the technology that's utilized. And Catapult is a heart monitoring GPS system uh, that's that's set up to, to really protect student-athletes and help them perform at an optimal level and track them through all their competitions. So uh, we're, we're fortunate in an age of, of athletics where that's available but it has they have hefty price tags and that's that's something on top of traveling to northwestern for a game or, or, or even even executing a home competition i mean that 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 all has come into place probably within the last uh, 10 years or so and um, really taken off yeah. um, and for the better for the betterment of, of the young people we serve right you can, uh, again it's, it's, it's for health for protection mm-hmm. But also for um, for uh, production, of what they can yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they know yeah. what what they're doing, what you know, what they're doing best. So yeah. that's kind of cool. I do want to ask you one thing about uh, before you got in this role. Yeah. A year ago, I guess it was in July. Your 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 job title changed a little bit, right? You yeah. became the uh, uh, deputy athletic director for competitive excellence, people, and culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did that job entail? What did you get from that experience? How did you help you connect? So I, so I worked heavily in what we just talked about, the health science area, athletic medicine, behavioral health, sport performance, uh, sports technology. That was a lot of my energy, student-athlete leadership and experience. So a lot of it was internal and in, in, in support of student-athletes in their in their in performance of, of, of their sport. Um, so I, I feel fortunate. Um, because when I present those ideas now to donors, uh, I can speak from from a great position of strength of knowing exactly what it is and how it helped and 
what teams use what um, to, to be safe and then to perform better. Right. Um, and uh, uh, just to just kind of go through uh, your action plan with, uh, when it comes to, to, fu- to athletic fundraising. I mean, you talked about um, it's all about relationships and everything. Um, football obviously is ultra important now because in conference realignment situation, football is kind of what drives yeah. that train, doesn't yeah. it? And uh, so just kind of what, what are your what are your goals when it comes to, to that? What's your action? Uh, I mean, I've already met with Coach Elko, uh, get an idea of the elements he sees as important to to build this program. I think a big part of that is uh, providing the, the top-notch student-athlete experience. So, again, I feel fortunate in that I can speak from uh, not, not what these current student-athletes are going from, but understanding why that's important understanding uh, uh, why a, uh, a player's uh, um, uh, training table might be important, understanding why, um, um, especially now the NCAA rules have changed, why a nutrition uh, session, why, why it's going from one evening of nutrition and some, some meal points on campus to uh, these multiple points in during the day, which we're trying to feed student athletes, get them bigger to be able to compete. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I can do that in general for all student athletes. And then uh, in terms of my action plan, I'm already working to set up meetings with all the head coaches to understand specifically for their sport what they may need or need me to focus on in trying to secure resources. Yeah, because again, and, and- about this with Nina on, on the podcast. It's you know, football is what drives constitutional alignment and television revenue and all that. But you guys are serving 27 teams here, right? 26 other teams besides football. Yeah, 27 um, teams, 700, <laughs> over 750 student athletes. Uh, another another hat I wore in the past was human resources. So you know, we have a lot of staff who are also serving those individuals. So we make sure they we fulfill the mission of Duke and, and Make sure they provide our staff with the best experience in, in a professional setting. So um, there is a lot uh, that is involved with, with, with student athletes. And uh, I think it's been fun in those moments to share with, with some of my former classmates um, how athletics has grown in that way and, and really see their excitement and, you know, saying, man, I wish I had that. Yeah. Um, that sounds that sounds great. That's really important. I'm glad to know they're doing it for this generation. Right, and along those lines, like NIL is something that obviously you would have liked to have a chance to take yeah. advantage of. I'm yeah. assuming yeah. <laughs> back yeah. then, and your teammates would. Yeah. And now it's here, and it's in uh, it's in full speed. And uh, I know some guardrails might need to get put in. There's there's a lot of talk about that and everything. But just uh, as that's come along, and as somebody who came from you know, a, a smaller Division One program that is now having to deal with that. Just yeah. how are your thoughts on, on how that's fitting into things? And, and not necessarily with your job, but just for college athletes as a whole. Yeah, it seems like uh, everybody's learning about what name, image, and likeness actually means for them. There are some, some folks who jumped in both feet, uh, student athletes, and are putting a lot of time into um, – promoting their, their skill set outside of their sport, and they are benefiting from that. But you know, I think they're also learning, how do I balance that with being a student and an athlete? 
that takes some energy as well. Uh, there are some folks who don't actually know what it means for them. Uh, I've talked to student athletes who, who actually aren't very involved in social media, so they're trying to think, well, you know, how how does this actually work for me? Uh, I I think it's still uh, we're still in a period of understanding. Um, and to your point about guardrails, I mean, maybe down the line, once we know where we may need to protect student athletes or predatory activity, um, maybe there are more. But I think right now we're still in a pretty good place where student-athletes can benefit from their work outside of athletics if they decide to. Um, doesn't necessarily mean they have to go chase down other dollars. Right. The athletes are more empowered now. Yeah. They? That's yeah. the main thing, yeah. I think, too. Yeah. Um, well, uh, back to talk about you know other sports besides football. Um, obviously, Basketball plays a big role here at Duke. Yeah. And I think people might wonder about uh, uh, you know, the athletic department's chief fundraiser uh, and how that works along with basketball. They have the Legacy Fund, mm -hmm. which uh, does a lot of the fundraising for that program. Yep. It's endowed scholarships. Yep. Um, just you know, how do you work with, with with the Legacy Fund in conjunction with them? Or, or you get donors that want to give to basketball or maybe give to other sports. How does that work with you and the Legacy Fund staff? Yeah, they, they have a great team. And Rachel Curtis and Debbie Savarino, mm -hmm. and um, who were there essentially since the beginning of it. Um, uh, there's obviously a lot in coordination um, that we do with fundraising activity around men's basketball. So, to be frank, I'm I I don't know all of what that will look like or how all that will look right now. But again, that, that that's part of that. Um, my first 30 days of conversations and understanding um, how best I can help them, uh, how best I can help Coach Shire, how best I can help uh, Coach Lawson, um, I mean, even Coach K in his new capacity, um, and, and again, be able to facilitate the success for those programs. So those, those are part of my questions. Other than knowing, you know, part of it will be working with donors to that, that want to connect to that program, whether it be legacy or, or, or basketball. Right. right. Um, and uh, you mentioned Coach K. I mean, you're kind of part of this wave of change that's, that's come to Duke. I mean, uh, uh, Elko's the new head football coach. John Shire's the new head basketball coach. Nina took over as AD last yeah. year from yep. Kevin. Yep. Yep. Um, and you guys are replacing Coach K. Coach Cutcliffe was here for so yeah. long. Kevin White, we mentioned Tom Kaufman in, yeah, in your role. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, a lot of big shoes. What are your feelings about this this kind of next wave of, of, of leadership at Duke? And uh, it's kind of the, you know, JFK, the, the next generation, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I haven't, um, I probably don't reflect on, on, on the job from that perspective. Um, I, I, you know, Duke University is a place of excellence and I, and I, um, I think I, I put enough pressure on myself in, in, in trying to be great for Duke, uh, not necessarily who I'm trying to replace. I mean, I know I'll be different than Tom, um, but Tom and I um, are close, and I know we see the same on a lot of issues. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't say stuck in how I can replace him more is like, how can I build off what he's done? Right. Uh, and, and then, and part of that is, 
getting people to understand who I am for, you know, first Iron Duke scene. I'm, I'm, I'm meeting with them as well in this, in this tour of, of uh, conversations, uh, but then the donor base we serve. So uh, I, I'm, I find myself fortunate um, that I'm building off such a, a, a solid foundation. It's a good place to come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, others have been in tougher, so <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to be with Right. Well, Troy, uh, listen, thank you so much for joining us this week on the ACCI Podcast. It's been great catching up with you, with you and introducing you. Uh, to, to Duke fans that, that know about your new role, you know, you from your athlete days and, and being an assist baby here, and now you have a, a new role here. So congratulations thank on that. You. And again, thank you for being with us. Thanks, Steve. Enjoyed the time together. All right. Again, that's uh, Troy Austin joining us here on the ACC Now podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening this week. I'm Steve Wiseman from the News Observer.